Hey everyone, welcome to Smash Trivia. Uh, I'm your host, Smash Trivia John. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram by uh, searching Smash Trivia to follow everything happening with me. I'll be the one with the big old green head in the profile picture. So excited to get into this. This is the Gamma Analysis. Basically, in this series, I'm going to review everything Hulk, all the movies and TV shows. Hope you enjoy. Oh, Smash Trivia presents the Gamma Analysis. I want to ask everyone listening to please do sign for me. Please share the hell out of this podcast with all your friends. For this episode, I'm reviewing The 70s Hulk Season 2, Episode 3. Hey, and I'd like to take a moment to say that Smash Trivia now has a Patreon, so please check that out. We have some fantastic extra content on there I bet you'll love. Uh, the tiers are as follows. $1 a month is Hulkaholic for a dollar. $3 a month is The Reading Room with Hulky and Shulky. And $5 a month is Smashing the TV. And I'm joined by my co-host, Keith. How are you doing, Keith? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, I, in our Hulkaholic for a dollar, we have, uh, have Derek Sager, or Gabriel Floral, and uh, and returning uh, a patron uh, and film critter. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Motherfucker got paid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that... Very excited to be back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, uh, And the podcast I want to shout out this week is an upcoming one on by uh, is made by my friend john on uh, he's the one who helped me out uh, out with my challenging smash to trivia and smasher passes uh, is last month uh, and he also uh, made me the first guest on his upcoming podcast this podcast being uh, in the trivial mad libs mania podcast in this podcast he asked his guests to uh, as to give him three movies and then and he surprises them with which which of those films that he's gonna do trivia on on and then and he does uh 10 uh, and trivia questions an episode and then uh, and you probably would be able to guess this from the title but uh he also does uh, <laughs> uh mad libs uh, as this mad libs is with a scene from the film that he chose out of those three uh a i think and thank you all will really like this uh, as i had a lot of fun on recording the la- uh, the first episode of that with him and uh, um, last sunday i have no idea when he's gonna actually put that out but uh, uh but uh, uh i hope you guys enjoy that when it comes out and for the month of, of November, since this is my birthday month, as well as, as some other things, I have decided that I have the links to donate to charities. Uh, a, I want to put in the description will be ones uh, on some that are very personal and important to me. These uh, is charities being ones working on awareness and prevention of child abuse. The ones I have in the description currently are our child help and the Chadwick Center. Or if you know of any others that you'd like me to put in the description, please let me know. And disclaimer, this episode, we will be talking about some very serious topics. As this episode in, uh, uh, includes uh, uh, portrayal, uh, uh, a portrayal of mental health, uh, health and also, also a particular word that is awful, in my opinion, and we... Uh, and, we will probably talk a bit about the word, but I will not say the word. All right, so if how we talk about it somehow doesn't tell you exactly what word we mean, you can just look at the IMD, uh, IMDb synopsis for this Hulk episode. As annoyingly, they actually uh, they literally put that uh, that word into the synopsis on IMDb. Really? <laughs> they did or they didn't? Oh my God, they, they did. did. 
They did. Wow. It's crazy that they did. Wow. <clears throat> That's bizarre. No one has checked that. Like, in quite I don't some know time, if I, I, guess. I, I, I feel like on a professional website like uh, like <laughs> IMDb, you shouldn't yeah. have words like that in the. They should know better by now. Like you're uh, like, well, it, not even because it's a, a not even because it's a slur, but uh, but like I feel like they would have rules against like curse words and mature words uh, or yeah. just in general. So I. Uh, I'm surprised that they were willing to let that uh, that be in their uh, in the synopsis. Mm. Yeah, so, it is shocking. I can only imagine that they thought that it was okay because it's the word literally used in the. Uh, I, still, still, someone has not I, looked at this page. Well, in quite I don't some think. Time is my guess. I can't. I I can't imagine that that's it because like. Uh, when when, was I... uh, you wouldn't uh, if there a film uses uh, it uses fuck many times. You're not gonna have that in the IMDb synopsis. Uh, my guess, and this is only a guess, I'm hazarding a guess at this. The birth of IMDb was October seventeenth, nineteen ninety, and at that time, I bet they had no idea what they were doing. And now. Did- did you look? Have... Uh, did you look up the birth of <laughs> Because I can't imagine you remember that. <laughs> yeah, and and if they got to Hulk, the Incredible Hulk TV series first, and put that one in oh, first, right on that date, I could maybe give them a pass for having never had a reason to go back and look at that page, and it just fell through the cracks. But at the same time, yeah, it's not a great look. It's not yeah. a great look. IMDb. Uh, so no. Uh, oh, eh. Just, just do a massive wondering... sweep of the whole website and find out if that word. <laughs> Help! That if good. anyone's wondering, this episode is titled "Ricky," so if you want to go, uh, want to go watch it, uh, watch it. Which I, I, I do uh, recommend you watch for purposes of understanding our review, but <laughs> yeah. in but for no other reason would I uh, <laughs> I suggest you watching this and um and also also watching it just to see how uh, how um happily we have evolved as evolved uh, mm. uh, in that we don't use that word anymore in uh, in films very often and the only times mm-hmm. you will see it is if it's a, uh, if is like a bad person uh, a very evil yeah. person saying it yeah um yeah so uh, uh so first, uh, first one thing i want uh, i want to talk about so the villains in this episode, uh, Owen. Yeah. Um, I want those villains to be a, a murdered in the most gruesome way possible. <laughs> yes. Yes. These, the, these guys suck. They, they really they're, they're do. Worse. And they and you know not only do they uh, not only do they use the word that I don't uh, I really don't like that they use. Uh, was, they manipulate a, a Ricky in this episode, yeah. but they also. Just uh, just to bring it, uh, take it over the edge, just a little bit more. They uh, they uh, they one of the first times we meet them, they're like, "How dare you be beat by a woman?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, wow. This you is recognize this, the younger brother. Uh, no, I did not. But like this, I think out of all of the episodes we've watched of this show, this is the one that feels the most out of the seventies. Yes, for sure. It's the most dated, not only in the fashion yeah. sense and the car, the makes of cars, but uh, the, uh, the the language, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you but wouldn't the... have uh, have today uh, a the villains just 
making an offhanded comment of ah <laughs> uh, you how dare you have been beat by a woman yeah leave it to you to be beat by a woman yeah yeah it's 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 a shame the the one actor who plays the younger brother of the two the, two, the roberts brothers um mm-hmm. he has been a villain in the show already He's oh. been in the episode. He's been in the series already in season one, episode two, when they uh, were doing the the mystery on the the like the orange grove or whatever it was, and he oh. was one of the farm hands on the on the on the property, and he was in love with the daughter. Um, yeah. Oh, the weirdo who's in love with the oh, it's a <laughs> yeah. child. Yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah, Gerald McRaney uh, is a very very famous actor. He's been in over two hundred things. He's but he's he's played two different villains in this series, and I guess that's just the way things were back then. You get yeah. like, and, and you know what? I bet it's happened. It's probably still happens today on shows like um, like CSI or like Law and Order SVU or something. Like people come back and play like three different suspects yeah. over the course of <laughs> nineteen seasons. Interestingly. I'm pretty sure that's not the only person from that episode that comes back to play a different character in the really? show. Because I'm I'm pretty sure another one of the people from that episode uh, plays a different character. Um, I seem to remember it being like an old man or sign that uh, the character was uh, as an oh, episode. Wouldn't not uh, not the Mister Feeny one, but the, no, uh, but no. the person who was on david's side those oh man i think he was like oh living the, out in the uh, uh in the living woods. out in the woods and yeah i'm pretty sure that actor comes back as a different character i think maybe in like season three or something well that wouldn't surprise me that, yeah that makes sense i mean they probably have a contract with the studio or or something along those probably. lines I'm not sure how like side and supporting characters would make their living other than like making friends with you know the directors and production stu- uh, mm-hmm. teams and just being like oh yeah we the casting uh, agent is probably just like oh yeah you could you could wear a beard in this one and just have a different accent right <laughs> like yeah sure <laughs> oh man. so but two, two other casting things i'm gonna say before we dive, okay. dive into the plot so buzz Dieter and ricky are okay. played by two guys i recognize instantly um ricky himself is played by the very lovable uh not too long ago passed away uh ricky jones or sorry mickey jones ricky's the character mickey's real life uh mickey jones and if anybody my age is listening you might recognize him from home improvement as he was on nine episodes as pete uh the drummer in this construction uh group band um and he was adorable and And, uh, and it seems he's a musician in real life yeah, he played for Bob Dylan. He played That's for cool. a few other bands as well, but he was a drummer in real life. Yeah. So, uh, and so this guy in, in real life, uh, I've, uh, or, or, okay, uh, I, you may not know about uh, particularly real life, but, uh, but from the other appearance you, is you've seen him in, um, is he actually, uh, actually like how he is in this episode? Uh, uh, is he like, no. like having, uh, he, so he doesn't, like have something like down syndrome or autism he doesn't he plays often he'll play like a dumb biker character or a construction worker character he plays Mm -hmm. obviously a a stereotypical part like those but uh no he he is just acting when he's the reason the reason i'm i'm asking that is because that was one of the things i uh, one of the things that kind of did annoy me with the episode the ricky he was very much a stereotypicalized version of what mm. someone with mental health issues is. 
mm-hmm. believe he's it, and it's sort of like a, like a mix of someone with uh, with down syndrome and autism to an absolute extreme yes i would say and that's and it it kind of annoys me that uh, because that it's uh, it's very like generalizing uh izing mm-hmm. to everyone who has uh who is like on the spectrum uh, um yeah. they're just uh, as this ab uh, this person who's not very bright and they're and the only thing they could possibly be good at is art and yeah. particularly uh, particularly art yeah. is signed that it seems like every piece of media is like oh uh, I, oh they have uh, have some uh, something that's uh, i making them different uh, and they must be artists yeah exactly yeah, yeah. It, it is it is very stereotypical. I wanted to make I wanted to, that's why I wanted to make sure with the uh, or that um he doesn't have those things in real life because that's uh because I want to make sure that it was that uh, was what I was thinking of that that it they were playing up a uh, up a stereotype and not just uh, as he that's how he is is because that, that would definitely look really bad on me if it if yeah. that were how oh, he was. And I oh, think that the, I said that. Oh, the importance I think that that, that of uh, actually casting people that can represent what their character is meant to be like um, is as is a very new phenomenon. Like people yeah. wouldn't have done that in the seventies, the eighties. Like Dustin Hoffman is is one of his most famous roles is the movie Rain Man, and he plays a person who's meant to be uh, autistic, and he's also got a savant uh i think it's called uh, i can't remember the name savant something but it, it, he has a savant condition as well where he's incredibly good at counting and he can therefore he can count cards but he in studying for the role he followed around a person who was actually found in a mental institution at the time and it was what they would have called it now i'm sure that there's something better and more more helpful um but he followed around a person mimicked their behaviors got it as right as you could try and get it for that kind of dramatic scene or that dramatic performance and yet they still just they still call him autistic and in the movie and then that was incredibly unhelpful in the representation of autism because it didn't do it justice it didn't explain it, that that's yeah. only one way in which a person could express that everybody and that it with, is such a wide uh, spectrum. everybody with autism just like everyone else yeah different but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's many different forms of autism and also it just affects uh, affects everybody differently who has it mm-hmm. i like um i uh, i haven't had it uh, diagnosed but we're uh, but um, we are pretty sure I have um Augsburgers, uh, or, uh, which um or are though I don't like to uh, refer to it as this, but uh, it's but it's more widely known uh, owned as Aspergers. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. There you go. So that's um clearly the that, one I've heard of more. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I uh, <laughs> I um I use the term term uh, Augsburgers because I because th- uh, I think it sounds better. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I also understand that there was a little confusion about the name behind that as well. So it, you're probably yeah, more it, accurate I to call it that. I haven't had it. But... Uh, I um had it actually a diagnosed yet. I want to get it diagnosed, but uh, but they you can definitely tell I'm 
uh different than uh, uh different from what uh what people just expect from uh, someone with autism it's uh, like i definitely have uh, have problems but it's not uh, but everybody yeah. has something different and it's not and also it's not really uh it's not always a problem for everybody who has it it's uh, mm-hmm. oh yeah that's exactly. fine you got uh, and that you have to be able to uh, uh differentiate because that's uh because there's a lot of people who it's actually been uh, been good for them in some uh, yeah. ways. Yeah, and then there's there's some scenarios where things are very high functioning. There's other scenarios where it's impeding, uh, you know, them from doing things. But at the that that being the spectrum that the that we know now, what I would say this portrayal that Ricky the the you know Mickey uh, playing Ricky, uh, the performance he's doing is very much what what when I was a kid, my parents understood it as basically like a child's mind, like he's acting yeah. very other like bewildered by the world and like he easily messes things up and he's just like oh I'm sorry, but he looks up to his big brother. He's acting like he's a kid. In a yeah. in an adult's body, you know, he's he's clearly got crow's feet, and he's clearly like in his mid thirties. There but, are some, yeah. uh, there are some people who that it, uh, that is yeah. how they are uh, are, but it's sadly become a stereotype that everybody with a, uh, with yeah. any kind of uh, of mental health uh, uh, that is different from the uh, uh, from from what people consider healthy that uh, it's sadly mm-hmm. become a, uh, a stereotype that uh, I that they're just going to be all be like that. Yeah. And the performance that he gave isn't what bothered me. It was the stereotype of um kind of kind of similar to the um the like the stereotype that you've heard of if you heard of the stereotype of like the old wise um black person in a in a movie or, or television series, they're like mm. an oracle of sorts, much like in the yeah. Matrix obviously, but in other many other forms and media uh, as well. Yeah. Um they 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 make this person make they make Ricky out to be like this you know good intentioned hero and it's it's much like the movie Radio or I am Sam or it, it's a very sympathetic character he he messes up a lot but he means so well and he's so like inspired by those sculptures and stuff it's very it's very much yeah. trying to do like this feel good movie of the week kind of uh, inspiration kind of feeling and mm-hmm. it, it, it's incredibly <laughs> stereotypical. <laughs> It's, it's oh stupid. yeah definitely yeah. It, it, you know speaking of sculptures when i first saw uh, saw that uh, that scene because they they went from uh past it so quickly i did not catch this was some school uh, oh so i was just mm. like did, where did he take did, him <laughs> uh, did david just take him to some i guess sculpture garden or something what is this and yeah. uh, and, uh, and also just kind of to me uh, and uh it, it felt that it felt like Almost like they were uh, almost like taking a dog to a dog park. They're like, yeah. like here you can, uh, uh, here you can, you can uh, run with you'll be dogs. fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm walking around like, yeah. he's not a pet. You, yeah, this, is, yeah. this feels weird. <laughs> very degrading. Very, very condescending to him. And uh, yeah, and and I honestly and I don't believe think that... I don't think David meant it that way. But it's still, uh, uh, still. No, I know. Weird. I know what you mean. But that's the way it was directed, right? Like that's how you yeah. know. So that that actor not actually uh, being on any kind of spectrum or having any kind of neurodivergence, and we don't know for sure. Maybe the actor did. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. he did. But um, but he's playing a part, and that means that that portrayal of a person like that is 
all pre-written, premeditated. Oh yeah, and I don't, I don't blame, uh, I don't blame him at all for how this, uh, how stereotypical this performance was. Uh, this was done by the writers, uh, or the show. Yeah. Just like I don't, uh, I don't blame uh, and Bill Bixby for uh, for the fact that uh, that sadly even David's uh, David uses the word that we don't uh, don't like. I found it's... I found it interesting because he uses it it uses it in a way because at the time 1979 it would have been very commonplace. It was no, it was I don't believe it was fully a slur at the time now it's a slur now 100 percent. when i was a kid in the 90s absolutely it would have been used as a slur all left right and center at high school you know at, uh, at mm-hmm. elementary school but at the time they didn't come up with a better fucking name a better word a better description yeah. better label if you have to use that but so when david says it back to him what he's really saying is so what like take out the word his yeah, real I, intention is, i understand so that uh, I understand that he, deser- he deserves a life. You know, he deserves yeah. to be inspired and have fun and and go be Ricky. It, yeah, yeah. So his intentions I, I were good, but I, I definitely understand that. It's just I was very hopeful that our uh, hopeful that uh, at at least David wouldn't say it. Well, I you know what? The if... only person in the episode who didn't say it, it I think was the uh, the uh, Buzz's girlfriend. Uh, yeah. girlfriend. Irene. Yeah, I think that was her name. Yeah. Um. Mm. And you know what? If the I guarantee you, if the if the episode had come out ten years later, David wouldn't have said it. Somebody else would have, and he would have corrected them, and that would have been the arc or the the you know conversation. Anyways, he would have said, "I definitely Don't would call like that. that a lot more." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things were a little it's more. Like uh, I can uh, like if it's if it were just the uh, uh, just um the bad guys in the episode, or maybe even the bad guys. And his big brother, uh, uh, and David, uh, it corrects them. Uh, and I would be, I would be fine with it. Uh, it, I wouldn't like it, but I would be fine yeah. with it because it's uh, because there's people who are ignorant. Uh, and mm-hmm. but, uh, but I, I don't want our uh, on our main character that we're following saying. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, it yeah. besmirches his character, and he did it to himself. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it I and as I said, I don't blame uh, I am Bill Bixby at all for uh, all mm-hmm. for saying it is he was hired to do a job and uh, uh, he can't uh, he can't just tell them I refuse to say this uh, yeah. this it's uh, that this is inappropriate uh, it, because back then the unlike uh, unlike now where uh, where a lot of times if you're uh, if you're the star of a superhero thing you have a bit of control over those things yeah. back then you didn't you didn't have any yeah. control. You were uh, like they would say that you're uh, that you just have to say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and it as a thing that came out, and I probably say this about every offensive topic that comes up in anything we've watched. But in the age before the internet, people weren't sharing or their voice nearly as often or as as readily. People didn't hear from people. They you know if you never ran into somebody who could be offended by this, you never would know to you know you never you never have someone in your life to empathize with i guess is the yeah. is the point so like this is why things like with the me too movement and everything and everybody sharing their stories people can actually read those stories and i dare you know people to read some of these accounts of real life stories and not feel empathy and, and so yeah. it's like that that changes the world so there there are some as much as people can yeah. be terminally online there are some good things about it as well 
Oh yeah, uh, there's definitely a good things on for it. Um, now the one thing, uh, one thing, particularly part of why it annoys me, annoys me used to this, like, even though it was uh, the seventies. This is sign uh, I that would annoy me about it uh, any decade. So the uh, use of these things uh, in uh, in film, and this is part of why I'm glad we have uh, that we have have changed from being uh, using these things. Like, yes, I get that it's uh, I get it is uh, it is fictional and people mm-hmm. and, and art should not be censored. But there, uh, but um how you uh but what you portray in film very much so does uh, us have an effect on how people act in real life there's uh, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of studies that uh, that say that like i'm pretty sure uh very sure like with on this is i mentioned uh mentioned on the podcast before but like uh like how the uh how society views uh, was the female body Sure, it was uh, uh sure it was taboo probably before movies came out, but I would say that uh, I would say the fact that we've made it and that it's R rate uh, you have to have it R rated if they're going to show anything on a woman, uh, and has made it so it's uh it, so it feels more taboo in real life, and thus uh, and thus people want it more because that's uh because that is uh because humans like taboo. They want, uh, they want what they can't have, and that, yeah. and I think, I think it, it's, uh, it, it works similarly with, uh, with words like this. Uh, it's a, if, uh, if it were still said in films today, uh, a, it would be more likely that you'd see in real life people saying it, uh, uh, um, as much today as they, uh, they were back then. Yeah, because it would be setting an example. Yeah, and it would really, it would really depend on like, cause yeah, it, it it definitely life imitates art and art imitates life. It's 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 kind of cyclical that way. Um, how weird is it to imagine that at the time in 1979, the story wrapped around this character with this specific condition or 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 mm-hmm. stereotype, um, that the producers and the directors at the time thought that they were doing something good in their portrayal. Oh, God. They probably <laughs> did. I know! Because think of it before that, how nobody well, I'm, said to about it. Nobody came I'm to the not, defense of that person. I'm and, not know. terribly surprised with Kenneth Johnson, <laughs> the creator of this show. He thought it was a good idea to change the, uh, the character from Bruce to David for the reason we mentioned to uh to death on this show uh-oh but yeah 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 uh, I, he thought uh, uh, that was a good uh, that was a good idea so he probably would have thought doing a very stereotypicalized idea of what someone with uh, um and who has some kind of mental health uh, uh, um yeah. thing going on uh, um, would be like <laughs> Yeah, and the bastard thought that it was a good idea to kill off Elena Marks in the first episode of the series, <laughs> rather than have her be the be all and end all yeah, of love interests. Okay. Well, this what an I, asshole! I was actually thinking about uh, before we started recording. Uh, I uh, before I got on with you, I was thinking about you know we uh, you know we've had two people die in the show, both of them being uh, being these good people, these love interests of David's. 
it is why why is it that never any of the bad guys are who uh who dies like if anything <laughs> anything no why can't we have uh, why can't we just have have these two brothers that absolutely <laughs> suck in this episode just be as uh, be crushed in their vehicle yeah go off a cliff like thelma and louise that would be awesome yes i agree i agree kill the, the kill the the roberts brothers i have no no interest <laughs> like, in seeing yeah. them I am like why is it that it it seems like they have uh this show has uh ha- they don't like the idea of showing like extensive violence in the show and and people dying but then when they do it they make it be the characters that you actually <laughs> care about I'm like why why do that when you can just give the uh, when you could probably obviously do it uh do side where you you make the uh, the fan uh, people actually happy to see someone die by it, having it be a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, but when that lonely what is it called the lonely man soundtrack, the lonely yeah. man uh, uh, song, when that comes in at the end, it hits way harder when they've killed someone we love. <laughs> so if they just want to get that emotional impact, oh, they want to depress the shit out of people before the yeah, news. just uh, and also uh, and also depress them on episodes where it ends off in a good way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah everything's fine yeah. He, he got the bad guy and they saved the trucking company or whatever the hell it is this week and then oh god <laughs> i didn't even get the right note not even close <laughs> oh. so i want to dive into the episode yeah all right because even even diving into an episode that we are so incredibly offended by is better than being distracted by an asshole like elon musk let's move on <laughs> twitter and everything oh, else God. that distracts us <laughs> so uh, so this episode um it's about uh out this uh out, mainly this guy named uh i named ricky uh, and as well as his uh, his brother buzz uh us who uh buzz is a race car uh, our driver and his brother and um uh, his brother um has to hang around him because their parents have passed away and um this uh, and so their parents uh, aunts passed away uh, and so and he said t- he mentions how uh, how uh or buzz mentions how, how how ricky had a very hard time uh i am when he didn't have a family member with him uh, and so that that really made it so the end of the episode to me was just like this this is not as good of an idea as you think it is because yeah uh as if this, if Ricky, uh, a, had trouble when he lost his parents, uh, and so he needed to have some family member there to uh, uh, comfort him in this time, uh, I'm then it's. I would say it's not a good idea to put uh, take him to what's kind of a like almost boarding school, uh, oh, for uh, or special needs people, um, like. I I think that's kind of a uh, I I think that isn't gonna actually be good for him because he's uh, because if he's living at this school he's not gonna be with any family members. Agreed. Yeah. No. It seems kind of cruel to uh, yeah. to ship him off. And uh, what is is Buzz ever gonna visit? Do we do we get confirmation I from Buzz when he'll uh, be there next? He see so he at the end of the episode uh, uh, when we see him there we, oh we see uh, he. David talked to him. David walks off. 
and then Buzz and uh, and his girlfriend come up to uh, up to him. They don't say a single thing to him, and they just look over off at David, uh, David as he's walking away. Well, <laughs> like, so I have no idea if he's going to visit him. But the thing is, even if he is, uh, is still visiting is not uh, his, unless he's visiting him every single day. A, a it's not gonna be. He's he's still going to have the trouble of of feeling like his family has all abandoned him. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. And that's uh, not gonna be good for his mental health. Yeah, it pales in comparison to having a like a live-in brother who can uh, share stories about mom and dad all the time. But yeah. you know, maybe he'll benefit in other ways. But this does Hopefully. look a lot like the facility that Rain Man starts at. At the beginning of that movie. I highly recommend that movie regardless of its weird depiction. Hello, kitty. <laughs> you can't see right now, but I'm holding up my Bond <laughs> my Bond villain cat uh, yes, to the camera. Uh, like, it, it's reminding me uh, of either uh, Kitty Galore from um, Cats and Dogs. Uh, have you ever seen that film? <laughs> yep, long time ago. Or, uh, or, um... Uh, all right, and this is uh, this is not so much about uh, evil, but just the kind of cat uh, and the fact that he's white. Uh, I have you ever seen um, Stuart Little? Yeah, yeah, long ago. Snowball, a uh, uh, snowball right. in that film. Forgot about that cat. I haven't seen that in so long. Oh my god! Uh. <laughs> all right, enough cat distraction. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Run away! It's <laughs> play. Do something with your life. Now, one, uh, one scene I actually really enjoyed in this episode was Ricky is showing Hulk how to open a soda can. Easily, the that best was part. so fun. Hundred <laughs> percent. And watching he, he and watching him. Hulk's reaction to uh, to how the soda tastes, it's like, whoa, <laughs> oh, this is good tasting. <laughs> And if anything can come out of this abysmal episode, it's that it's the, that Mickey Jones got to share a sodi pop with Lou Ferrigno <laughs> before before yeah. he passed. Yeah, you know, uh, this is Lou what they, where, uh, well, Lou's not. Uh, oh, Lou's still Lou alive. Is still alive. He's the only Casper Brazier from the show who's still alive. Um, oh no! But uh, you know, had this uh, had this show not been in the seventies, been like uh, like nowadays, mm-hmm. you know that this scene would have had uh, had some sponsorship. Uh, uh, with oh the yeah, soda. <laughs> I didn't was, recognize uh, versus... a single can. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they just had some very generic thing for it uh, in the episode, which is very different from how th- how things would have been done today. <laughs> I recognized that kind of machine too. I feel like when I was a kid. I definitely stopped at some like gas station or something when I was on like a road trip with my parents and, and pressed giant buttons like that, that have like the can behind them. So you could see what oh, you're, yeah. that was, that was a, and the button sound and everything. It was very, very, uh, very real. Came back, came back to me. It gave yeah. me a lot of like fond memories of soda machines. And we don't oh. call them soda up here. We call them pop, but still we dropped oh. the soda long hey, ago. I'm, uh, I'm absolutely fine with that. The only thing that I, uh, only thing that annoys me is people who who just call every kind of soda or pop uh, up, just calling them every single kind a Coke. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, Coke's it's a like, brand. No, that's yeah, that's one brand. That is not everything. You can't yeah. get a Sprite Coke. You can't get a root beer Coke. That's not how it works. They don't have root beer Cokes yet. <laughs> In, in the coke brand line 
Oh damn! This cat just jumped up on me. Oh what? god! Oh okay. Technically, Ace Bright is from uh, is part of the Coke company, yeah. but it's yeah. uh, but still, it's not a Coke. A Coke <laughs> is a very specific flavor. Not yeah. every kind of soda or pop is the is that flavor, and you cannot just call it that. <laughs> I remember people doing that when I was growing up. Oh man! Um, yeah. One thing in the episode, and this is something that I found really dumb in the episode, but uh, but it's not something that I was like angry at or, or saying like uh, like a lot of the things in the episode. This was I so when David uh, David is trying to fix the uh, fix up the uh, the, the soda or soda or pop machine, uh, and he notices that there's something going on at the uh, on over um in the barn uh, or whatever our garage, I guess. Uh, at, mm-hmm. So he tries to pull. Uh, he gets angry after trying to pull off one of the metal bars from the window. <laughs> I feel like I feel like would have been smart in the situation. Instead of trying to use his shovel to break off one of the metal bars, just use the end of the shovel to break through the glass and then yeah. open the uh, open it from the inside since the uh, since the latch was right there. Yeah, I, I watching that moment. I was like, "Oh, this isn't this isn't the smartest David has been um, lately." And then he does like hurts his arm and then gets mad, and you start to see. Yeah, him I was wondering like, what exactly happened with his hand that he got hurt. <laughs> no, they just look. Pretty he also, really... he also. That's not even the only time in the episode where someone got uh, their hand hurt. And I'm like, what exactly happened there? Like <laughs> at the beginning when Ricky gets his hand hurt, I'm like. How did he tried you get to a bend cut? metal? Yeah. How did you get a cut on the top of your hand like that? <laughs> that I don't I know how that works. See, I would love to see a supercut uh, compilation of every time David Banner has gotten frustrated over something stupid like that, like that payphone yeah. episode. I love that one so uh, much. Yeah. It would look like oh, a, it would look like an old infomercial where it's like people don't know how to use cupboards and yeah. Tupperware. And, you know, I guess uh, I guess this episode is trying to tell us that instead of, uh, that unlike every other adaptation of Hulk, and, and I'm pretty sure also episodes of this show, uh, Bruce or David could just be hit on the head and knocked out without turning into a Hulk. Yeah, yeah, seriously. If you get if you knock him out first, then you're fine. Yeah, everybody would have got away with everything. But yeah, if that you know if that were the case in the uh, Ace and um. Uh, like the 2008 film, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, I Bruce would have uh, would have figured out a way that he can just uh, he can knock himself out and then kill himself since he wanted to, uh, he <laughs> wanted to die at the beginning of that of uh, that film, yeah. Uh, um, or well, an alternate uh, an opening to that film where he's in the uh, in the Arctic, uh, and he oh. shoots himself in the mouth. Oh damn. Yeah. Is that the, the where the other guys spit it out? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, that sign that uh, that is sign that got cut out of the uh, 2008 film, but then got referenced uh, referenced later on the MCU in the Avengers film. It's hilarious it's... how it got rev- sign that was cut out of the film got referenced later, making yeah. it canon. Yeah, exactly. And I I almost enjoyed the fact that we never. I mean, I never seen that that deleted scene or that alternate oh, beginning. You've never seen that. It, never seen that it, before. There, I enjoyed it that. that, that comment it is from interesting. So, um, this that deleted scene 
uh, and though it's very hard to actually see it but there's like one uh one um single uh, little shot uh, uh like um frame uh frame from the scene where uh where so there's a, a a when he tries to shoot himself and the hawk comes out because he's in uh he's on top of the snowy mountain a avalanche happens oh and then there's and there's a single frame where you can see Captain America's frozen body. What? Yes, That's... it's not. It's not uh, Chris Evans. You just see what looks like uh, like Captain America's frozen body in the ice as the uh, as there's the avalanche happening. That's like that's like too coincidental almost. Oh yeah, and it's you're uh, like and, oh yeah. By the way, um, this is and the I would and that uh, that it. unlike the rest of the scene, I would say that's not canon because we know where uh, where captain america was found and i don't think it was in the arctic nowhere near just they just thought ice ice means everywhere right yeah <laughs> oh my god um i think like what where else do where do we want to go to talk about with this episode do you have some i particularly well i was laughing at the the two bad guys i until they were obviously mean to ricky i enjoyed their scenes their scene where they were talking about um the one guy gets he gets drunk every night and up too late and the other one and clearly getting beaten is not a by a woman mechanic. yeah yeah <laughs> but they're like their back and forth was humorous to me i enjoyed them as bad guys to a point uh obviously they crossed a line but um also oh. they just they just seemed oh. like they could have easily been just nicer um as <laughs> like they had like two lines where they were really villainous and the rest yeah. of the time they were just like grumpy. Um, I thought that was kind of funny, but I also just liked I did. That, they used yeah, I thought it was uh, it was funny how uh, Buzz did not find it suspicious how when he brought uh he brings uh, Aang's Ricky back to their uh back to the uh, the garage uh uh, uh, uh right after uh, Ricky had uh had um had the first run in with the Hulk uh, uh because he was he was bringing him back from the police station. And Buzz did not think anything of the fact that uh, acted, uh, that um the two brothers were walking away from the garage as they were uh, were driving up. Yeah, like I feel like he would uh, he would be like uh, think that they were up to sign, even though that they weren't up to sign in that instance. Yeah. But it's just weird. Uh, it, it would just be weird to see your nemesis, I guess, uh, as yeah. right in front of your uh, your garage after something bad happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Buzz isn't the smartest. That's that's the irony. <laughs> Buzz as the older oh, brother who's like the hero yeah. uh, to his younger brother. One thing, oh, one thing I did really enjoy in the episode uh, was David took one of the brothers' car to the uh, to the demolition there, Irby. Mm. I thought that was funny. How uh, funny was the guy's like, "That's my car!" Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, like that was some, yeah, was some good and humor. you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was some some definite uh, great David moments in this episode, and you know him him freaking out in general and getting into a into a uh, <laughs> hulking out at a smash up derby, pretty fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was great, and oh, it's just a shame that even was... even without the 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 Arsler and the weird uh representation in this episode is <laughs> some stereotypical stuff like it's just not a very strong episode it didn't feel yeah. like to me that they needed to have made it but yeah I don't know. Um, like i said they, they probably thought they were doing something noble at the time i also uh, also 
Interestingly, uh, uh, there was no appearance from uh, from Jack McGee this episode. And his, his, I thought he was in it. It's showing on, it shows on IMDb that he's in this episode. But yeah. I was surprised. I never, not even at the end, not even like, oh, missed him again, like Pokeroo style. He just, yeah, he didn't, uh, didn't pop up. Um, I don't know if you'll pick up this purring of this cat in my lap. I assume you can't hear yeah, it. Yeah, I cannot hear it. <laughs> Maybe if I move the microphone closer to her snoot. Nope, I can't hear it. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. I'll keep petting her then. <laughs> <laughs> A manageable distance. This is good. <laughs> Oh, but um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, oh, the demolition derby too. But I, I used to uh, oh, as a uh, as a little kid, I really liked watching on TV monster truck rallies uh, and stuff like that. I honestly yeah. really wish I could go to something like that as an adult because I think it would be so much fun to watch that. Well, they they have them. You should I've, seek uh, one out. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. They're a blast. I don't believe I've seen anything like that happening near me, but I, uh, but yeah, this is I would love to be able to, uh, uh, to go see in real life now that I'm an adult. Yeah. So I, I could probably be able to do it. Uh, I, like, I think that would be so much fun. It's funny. Both of my nephews are really into monster trucks, but one got, uh, one actually went because her mother, his mother thought that, uh, he'd enjoy it. And she even brought like the like sound canceling headphones, thinking that they definitely need them. It was still too loud. They put them those on him, and he was like, he was like crying within the first ten minutes. She's like, oh, I spent so much money on these tickets, <laughs> but yeah. he was like, I don't understand why they're so loud. But it's toys. I feel like you could don't pro- make that I noise. I feel like uh, I feel like while well, the people uh, are still little kids. Yeah. better to just watch them on tv <laughs> yeah exactly you smash up your cars oh, that's the same thing right you know i haven't i haven't watched anything like that on tv in years i don't think they're even showed on tv anymore but oh um, we got a special channel yeah but my favorite monster truck uh was always a, a um have you ever heard of the grave digger of course, that's like the yeah. that's like the Pele of monster trucks. I for those oh soccer man. fans, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that as a kid. <laughs> oh man, that's the one that both my nephews are crazy about. They they open they pick up they show me their trucks. The grave digger. And he's got like six. He's got like six grave diggers. I'm like, why do you have all the same oh, truck? Man, <laughs> but there's like many versions of him out there. Apparently, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Oh man, um. So, uh, one thing I thought was funny, uh, I, when we have the first uh, Earth Hawk out, how uh, how Hawk stops the car from running is he uh, he crushes the front of uh, front end of the vehicle. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they uh, I'm pretty sure they showed exactly how they set it up so it'd be easy for him to crush it. Uh, yeah. Actually, with the uh, so uh, oh in the front of the vehicle, there's a uh, uh, there was a black uh, uh, black area particularly there. I'm guessing they uh, they they that was a marker so that he knows exactly where it's going to be easy to crush with how they built the car. Mm-hmm. And I sense. thought that was funny that they they like they literally uh, a flash framed over to a shot right of the car where you can see this black <laughs> line area that it's like uh, so it's like this is probably where he's about to hit it. <laughs> I did not notice that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah the uh, when it when he did, smash I imagine it, even someone I was... like. Uh, like Lou Ferrigno would not just be able to crush a car. No, yeah, they'd have to make like just get a hood made out of something easy, you know, yeah. squishy. Um, but he, 
when he crushed it, I was just I was feeling so much worse for Ricky because of the fact that he's going to get blamed for more destruction than he ever would have. Oh uh, yeah, the, he never would have screwed, done anything to that car, but he had to go and run the it, dang exhaust. It annoyed me that uh, that David did not uh, uh, not defend Ricky, being like, "Yeah, I've heard uh, just saying like." I've heard of a green man in the uh, in the papers, uh, papers, mm-hmm. that, and like showing uh, uh, showing Buzz the paper so he can uh, so he has uh, uh, he knows that Ricky is telling the truth. Yeah, I feel yeah, like that would have worked pretty well. Uh, uh, well, uh, in a way where he can still keep his secret, but all uh, but make it so that Ricky is not uh, uh, being thought of as a liar. Yeah, he's not totally. But also, uh, as uh, as Buzz said. Uh, it, you've never lied to me before so why yeah. do you think he's lying now why would yeah. he lie to you now well at the, at the beginning too um he doesn't like david doesn't fully sell ricky down the river but he like he he doesn't step in very quickly when buzz comes along and he's like i told you to meet me here when i tell you to and meet that was me here weird. i was like david uh, that speak was up. weird how <laughs> angry he was that he wasn't at the winner's circle i'm like what yeah. What was the Chill point out. of that? Yeah. Why does he need to be at the winner's circle? Oh, yeah. you know he's safe now, so you should be happy. Yeah. What he's just like, oh, when I tell you to be somewhere, you better be there. It's like, yeah. what? He was like, why wouldn't I, David jump in earlier wait. and say, oh, I, I told him to come here because he had a I, hurt I hand. don't think Buzz <laughs> had uh, had like really bad intentions, but oh. I didn't really like Buzz that much in no. the episode. And but also, because... I feel like he's, uh, his acting was very flat yeah like like outside of when he was angry every single thing he said had no emotion to it he was just uh, as yes 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 like (laughs) it's not uh, there's no difference in tone uh, with what he was saying so oh you can't tell if he has any emotion by anything other than when he was over the top the angry (laughs) He was another one that I recognized um, only for playing one part in uh, National Lampoon's uh, Animal House. He was one of the like frat boy, uh, like proper ah. frat boys that uh, the rest of them made fun of. Uh, him and him and Kevin Bacon were part of the same frat house in that movie, which is a lot of fun if you've ever seen Animal House. It's a good time. It's I've, silly. I've never certainly... seen uh, seen Animal House. Uh, I honestly have not seen a lot of the National Lampoon ones outside of the Vacation series. Yeah. Um. I think the only one I've actually seen that I can remember is Van Wilder. Mm. The and that one, uh, very... the Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah, much more recent for sure. But yeah, I know what you mean. The uh, the a lot of them people, a lot of people don't go back and check out the old ones. But there's certainly a lot, a lot of things that don't age well from that one but i'm not it's, surprised it's still got some i mean i i feel like there's probably some things that don't probably age well even in the vacation series well and van wilder my god even even just oh, as yeah. old as yeah, that one is no it still so. still doesn't age well yeah very very true yeah oh man oh i think what like but what else we uh, want to talk yeah like about what else really there's happens. not a lot of stuff that really happens this episode, i feel like I a lot of the episode is ricky pretending he's driving the race car because that takes yeah. so much time to build up to the point where he's in danger from oh, the exhaust man. i feel like that was a good 10 minutes of the 40 minutes Wait, why episode. did he uh, why did he lock the inside of the uh, eye of the no uh, uh the 
garage. I was like, this this doesn't seem like this is going to be a good thing to do. <laughs> I wondered that the whole time, and I was like, you're just making David have to hulk out and ruin the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would you do this to everyone involved? Buzz <laughs> oh, <laughs> is going to be mad. Dang it, Ricky. Yeah, I couldn't help but also think of the name Ricky Bobby when seeing this because of the whole like NASCAR plus mm-hmm. uh, oh, a... the name Ricky. And his oh, aspirations God. to be a racer. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think outside of David, David in this episode. Uh oh. Um. I think my favorite character in the episode probably was the uh, was um the girlfriend. Uh, uh girlfriend mechanic lady. Because yeah. I, I think she acted like the most normal person in the episode <laughs> out of everybody. Even more so than David. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like. Uh, she. She didn't have much interaction with uh with Ricky, but he uh but he, uh, but when she did, it, it, he just acted normal with him, unlike yeah. everybody else. Which is yeah. how you should act with someone who has uh, has any kind of uh, of all uh, anything like uh like what Ricky has. You just talk normally to them. That's they feel the most. Uh, uh they feel the most included when you're uh when you act uh act normal with them and treat not just like everyone else uh, not yeah. treat them as if they're a baby yes exactly and that uh and yeah irene was onto something she was very very uh good with ricky mm-hmm. i think i think the the best thing about this episode is that since they've done this topic we can assume that they will never have to do it again um yeah. and put a put everybody in a weird uncomfortable position of watching <laughs> I yeah. doubt in the re- in the remaining seasons Aww. of this series we'll ever get an episode with Ricky or anyone like him. <laughs> yep, it's kind of a one not. and done thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, if anyone uh, on listening is wondering why it's such a uh, why it's such a big deal to me, this uh, I mean, like the portrayal of this word and having and just the fact that it was in this uh, in jail, it's because I, uh, I it's because. This was sign that uh, that my father, when he was, uh, he would get really angry. He would say this, uh, uh, say, uh, use this word against me. Uh, and I also uh, do just feel like the, you know, if I hadn't been like uh, like homeschooled, or that if, if I'd gone to an actual school, because I am definitely not the stereotypical normal normal which anyone listening and anyone uh, who's friends family with me they very obviously know that i'm not the stereotypical normal uh, and i don't uh, and that's not like an insult towards myself because i'm because uh, uh, i i don't feel You're like bad about yourself. that uh, uh, yeah. uh but it's something that i just i do know i am not the stereotypical normal of what society feels normal i know that if i had gone to an actual school i would have probably been called this word all the time because uh, i'm because that's how uh, sadly a lot of people are they're just uh, they're very ignorant and also just complete assholes all around yeah so they call, uh, they uh, they will call anyone who is not what they believe that they to be uh, a normal uh, or they will call them uh, all them something uh, terrible mm-hmm. and it all it all stems from an insecurity within but hey normal's overrated yeah. normal's overrated. you're talking to a 30 year old man with a mustache uh, comb over and glowing cat ear headphones <laughs> um who's so sitting in front of a cow chair um which i know <laughs> the listeners can't see that either but uh 
You know what? I'm gonna put that one. That one's my fiance's lack of normal. That that's <laughs> that's because she's weird, hey, not me. I, but, hey, I love it. But, still, <laughs> but that's uh, you know, you you learn early on. It, it's like you go to school and all you want to do is blend in. All you want to do is avoid standing out unless unless you're just super naturally super confident and then you want the attention and whatever. But a lot of people, they just want to blend in. And the last thing they want to be called out for is being different. Um, but as you mature and as you grow up and as you see in the real world outside of the high school patriarchy, or it's not patriarchy, hierarchy, <laughs> yeah. um, that being normal is incredibly boring. And yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, to lean definitely. into like, uh, all the things you I, want to do. I happily now have a, I have a group of people around me, a, like especially like Keith uh, here, who they do tell me, uh, tell me how it's okay that I'm not normal, and I'm and they, as you said, normal is overrated. Uh, but I, uh, but still, amidst that, I do not. I do. It would be crazy for me to not be able to see the fact that i'm not the uh, not what the stereotypical normal of what society believes to be normal mm -hmm. uh, normal that uh, that would i would just be uh, i would be living under a rock if i didn't uh, if yeah. i thought that uh, and I, you've got a keen self-awareness that is very it honestly and ironically it makes you uh it normalizes you <laughs> by being I'm, very self-aware and accepting but i i bet you you're also too hard on yourself and that you're not nearly as abnormal as you think you are um well it, just I don't, just in the way i've i've gotten i think it's just uh, i think it's uh, i think i don't feel particularly a, a like abnormal but i but i'm able to tell that i'm not the uh, the quote-unquote normal uh, yeah, normal and that's and i'm and i know that i uh that i I was uh, I I had a uh, obviously a lot of uh, of abuse that uh, was from growing up, but I also know that uh, also know that I'm pretty sure I'm uh, I some of my problems are things that I was uh, that I was born uh, on with them and it's uh, and so it uh, so when I uh, uh, so even though uh, like some of my brothers. They may have had some, uh, uh, some at different points. They may have had worse abuse, but because I also had the uh, had um that have these uh, these different uh, different things from birth, uh, Earth with making my brain work differently. Mm -hmm. I may I it the abuse affected me different than it did my the rest of my brothers, and that's yeah. uh, and so making it uh, and I I would say. Uh, compounded uh, it is a good word impounded the uh, like the effect it had on me but like yeah i'm uh, i am now someone uh, uh someone who even though i happily have people like you uh, uh you who tell me that you think i could work a regular job i uh, i still myself i don't know that uh, uh in versus like all my brothers they were able to immediately when they uh, immediately once they got of uh, age where they could start working, they were able to easily. That's and there's a very big difference, in, uh, and then how that means and how their brains work to mine. Mm -hmm. no, and that's, that's fair. Uh, I would say, and I think that I, I think, 
in part, that is because of the fact that I not only I had the abuse, but I also had these uh, these mental things from birth. Uh, mm. or, uh, or those mixing together uh, or caused the person I am now, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it yeah. could definitely com- have compounded things for and you. I think, uh, and I think it definitely did help me growing up that my, uh, that my father did not believe in mental health. So I never Ugh. got any of these things dealt with uh, uh with and i'm only uh, i'm only yeah i'm only starting to now as an adult like have a uh, a very big focus on like i need to get my uh, eye shit together i need to yeah. uh, be able to uh, do this i want to get a uh, i want to get these things diagnosed so uh so that i know that it's not uh, that i'm not just crazy and feeling that i'm i was different uh different in a way that they from how like the rest of my brothers were uh, or mm-hmm. um i'm not uh, i'm not just crazy in that i think i think and also you can then get uh you can if i can get it, it diagnosed and this is something uh, i for everyone uh, on and this is one of the important things about talking about these things if you can get it diagnosed you might be able to actually get some help with all of it you might yeah. be able to get uh, uh you might be able to um once you get a diagnosed, like uh, that you are on the spectrum, uh, um, saying uh, like, with I, how I said, I have, I'm pretty sure I have Augsburg. I'm pretty sure there are are um, there's stuff that uh, stuff I would then be able to get that can uh, that can help it help me to be able to live more of a quote unquote normal life. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's I mean that's why they have diagnosis in the first place is to. Yeah. I will follow in the footsteps of what treatments have worked in the past, what what practices, what behavioral therapy, whatever it might take to guide someone in a successful journey into their future. And hey, you're you're seeking um, seeking these things to try and figure stuff out or, as you put it, like get your shit together um, kind of thing is only one step and one wave of many, many more waves like that that will come. I'm, I'm still coming out with new ways to, to figure out what do I, what is up with me and how can I better myself? And you have to identify things about yourself first before. And this is is really the reason why I still wanted to do this episode because I'm, uh, because As everyone knows, I am very focused on positivity with my show. This episode, we were obviously not very positive with things. And I don't know. I, I, I would did. say. You mean of uh, the, well, the criticisms of the episode? Yes, we were very, very much, <laughs> uh, I was criticizing. But when it is a topic like this, and it's not just, uh, it's not just that a film is something that we didn't like. Uh, mm-hmm. Like when it's a topic, it's actually an important topic. Uh, I I I just still want to be I still want to talk about it because I think it's important to talk about those things and to uh, and to be able to say like hey you can get these things diagnosed and it might be able to get some help uh, from it I think that's things like that is important to talk about and also to be able to show people that they're not alone they're because mm-hmm. uh, there are too many people in the world who sadly they don't understand that them being uh, uh, that the way they feel is not just them there's other people who feel the uh you know the way they do oh and if you're uh, and that you can get help for these things absolutely well said um so uh yeah i just want people to know uh, i know all that but, uh, add 
listening because uh, and because I think it's important to uh, uh, important for people to understand why I wanted to do this episode. Um, all right. Well, uh, well. Um, before we end this off, let's do something fun. Uh, uh fun. So, uh oh, Keith, do yes. you have anything you'd like me to say in an announcer voice? <laughs> oh, please shit. not. Uh, not something related to this episode. Uh oh, like, okay. Uh, like the. Uh, I'm not going I'm not to say, say the R word. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, dude. <laughs> okay. Hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm gonna type it in the chat. Talk amongst yourself. And uh, and I'm also uh, also even though uh, oh Elon Musk us uh, made there be a 300 percent increase on on saying the, the N word on Twitter. I'm not gonna say that either. <laughs> God. Okay. Okay, I almost got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, I put an extra and in there. Uh, edit that out in your mind when you say it. <laughs> For the love of God and all that is holy, there is no such thing as Sprite Coke. <laughs> well, well said. <laughs> that wasn't exactly my announcer voice, but I think it worked very well. <laughs> I gotta remember this. I gotta come up with these sooner. I gotta come up with these the night the I, night before because uh, no, yeah, I haven't. Uh, I have not. Uh, I released it on um TikTok yet because I'm uh, because I have a phone issue so I'm uh, I can't use my phone right now but I have uh, I have uh, made a compilation supercut of all the uh, of a bunch of the times that I've uh, uh a bunch of things that I've been had say in my announcer voice that I'm going to put up on TikTok soon uh, oh, I'm very awesome. excited because it's there are some really hilarious things people have had me say. I'm very excited to see that. That'd be oh awesome. man, yeah. That also, uh, like, I have, I think four, uh, four TikTok clips, uh, ready that I'm, uh, uh, for me to be able to put out, uh, out once, once I get my new phone in, uh, and annoyingly, my my new phone is having, uh, is taking a while to come in. Oh, happily, it's finally left California. Yay! Halfway. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, so after uh, after um multiple uh, after like I hadn't had any updates since Monday. Uh, a on it. Uh, it. Um, happily, finally today I got it. I got a uh, a update that is in Georgia, so it should be coming in soon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, yeah, I'll be getting all those those clips put up soon because I'm, because uh, oh man, I think uh, I think I found some pretty funny stuff and I think also, uh, I don't know if you see it, Keith, have, have the um spooky She Hulk Hunger Games episode that I put out uh, out a few weeks ago. No, I just not. Oh, in that episode, I uh I um it was basically just like the uh, the um. One I did with you with all characters uh, or yeah. months ago. Uh oh, but uh, me and my I guess on that episode, Lindsay. Uh, a, um, before the uh before it started as a way to make it more Halloween themed, we uh, uh we decided to um uh say what we think each character would wear as a Halloween costume, and we got some really funny stuff in there. <laughs> so. I did. I did a TikTok clip uh, of some of the funniest costumes, at least in my opinion, that we had on there. Nice. Oh, oh hell, and I'm, I'm I will. Uh, and I, 
I will tease you with uh, tease you and those who uh, are listening if they haven't seen that episode uh, uh, with one of the costumes. Okay. So, uh, uh, this character we partially have I partially had it in there just because he's uh, he has become a staple in my podcast, but also because he has appeared many times with She Hawk in the comics. But Howard the Duck <laughs> wore a uh, wore a sexy Kermit the Frog costume. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I've got yeah, this the uh, idea that that would exist a sexy Kermit the Frog costume. Yeah, I'm, I was like, I feel like uh, I, I, when I was thinking about these costumes, I was like, I feel like Howard the Duck needs to have some other animal character as his <laughs> costume. And then yeah. just to make it even more funny, uh, I have like a sexy variant of it. <laughs> yeah. That would be well, uh, make it perfect. I, well, I'm thinking that, it's like, like Kermit the Frog, Howard the Duck is kind of pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I'm thinking what I would, uh, um, how I imagine it is it's yeah. uh, is the a the sexy Kermit the Frog costume would be size. It looks like Kermit the Frog, but he's wearing uh, uh he's wearing like BDSM uh, um, like <laughs> um all that uh, that kind of stuff uh, uh for uh, for his so at the end all that kind of stuff. i could i i feel like that uh, i feel like that would be the only thing i can think of that would actually work kind of for uh i uh, for him to have it be a sexy variant of it yeah other yeah. than uh, other than possibly just uh, possibly him being put in a bra <laughs> so well. Uh, he probably already I, has I one. don't think, uh, uh, though, I don't think any of uh, uh, Miss Piggy's bras probably would fit him. <laughs> He's a little small. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> and she'd probably kick his ass if she found out that he had one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, all right. Well, is there any final words you'd like to say before I end this off? I am going to defend that, you know, that Hulk was that the producers were trying to do a good thing to to the day I die but at the same time I'm so glad that we are done this episode and can do the next uh, Hulk episode because I'm excited for a little less problematic episodes see before we uh before we started recording you said uh, Ed, uh you had something about this episode you wanted to play as a uh, uh yeah I don't um, know it'll work but let's give it a shot yeah let's see what we can do here Okay, so this is a clip of oh the heck's going on oh god Tim Allen oh yeah this is a clip from Home Improvement of Mickey Jones who played Ricky in this Hulk episode as Pete um maybe you'll hear it maybe you won't okay yeah I can't hear that uh (laughs) um damn. I think I think there's like some specific thing that you're supposed to do with the uh for um uh, uh doing the settings to actually make it so it'll play volume um at least from what i re- uh, i read online when i was looking it up hmm. we can figure that out before we leave the action shared computer sound share computer sound that that would probably work oh, or if, or if uh, uh and i can't hear you anymore now can you hear me now yes okay i can hear you all of a sudden okay cool all right let's try this one more time uh all chrome right. okay can you see tim allen yes Okay, let's see if we can get him to speak. Speak, boy, speak. Okay, here we go. Pete, do you consider yourself a... I can hear it. Oh, I don't know, a construction nice. worker of the 90s? Well, Tim, nowadays, when a hot rivet drops down in my shirt, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to cry. <laughs> you... oh, <laughs> there you go. So you oh, heard man. that, then. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, Yay! I that. Oh man. There we go. Pete I, will be in the episode. I don't. Uh, I don't. Assuming it works. Very much like uh, like Tim Allen nowadays. Uh, it's okay. Nobody does. But it, <laughs> uh, but it definitely gives me some nostalgia while, uh, watching a clip from Home Improvement because I loved that show as a kid. I did too. And and there's so many old projects that Tim Allen did that I enjoy. Galaxy Quest is great. The Santa Claus, the original first movie anyways. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care for the sequels, but um, there's some great stuff. But, yeah. you know, he's, he's a little different now. <laughs> You either you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's what I say. <laughs> oh my god, he's uh, like I feel like he's just kind of become an idiot lately. <laughs> so, uh, and the reason I say that, so he has uh, he has coming uh, on on Disney Plus this month on uh, a new Santa Claus uh, uh, TV show. Yes, yes, he for the most part uh or. So he, um, for many years, he, uh, he was, uh, he said that he didn't want to do, uh, uh much comedy outside of the eye of his TV show he had going on at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. I mainly because he didn't want to really get into the political discourse in real life. Uh, I, <laughs> he decided a few weeks ago to post something on uh, on Twitter that was very politically fueled. I'm like. Why would you do this right before you have a new show coming out that you would have oh. uh, have people uh, people from the other side be uh, that possibly would be willing to watch? That doesn't seem oh. very smart. The execs at Disney Plus are probably so pissed. Yeah, probably, like you're. Uh, uh, that's not if you want people to watch your show. At least they stay silent about those things yeah. until after the show comes out. I think all celebrities need to like run things by their their handler first, and be like yeah. their PR person, and be like, "Is this gonna make me look like an asshole?" It's like, yeah, don't do that. Post mm-hmm. post the funny picture of you eating Thai food or something. Like, yeah. don't don't post this. <laughs> post your dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Hey. I don't. I don't particularly mind that he uh, that he has a different politics, but if uh, but you, you have to be smart if you're uh, if you're gonna be an actor, you gotta be smart and not do something that'll piss people off right before your new show comes out because you want people to watch your new show. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're just an idiot if you don't uh, if you're doing What's that. The, it's the delusion of oh they loved my show so they must love every opinion i have and every performance i'm capable of and it's like no they just liked that you were santa claus and you made yeah. a goofy and like you were yeah. you were goofy in the 90s it's fine you don't that that is Which, only the tip of who you are you know, it's only the tip you, of that uh, that's um your uh your impression of his uh is grunt from um home improvement was perfect <laughs> well thank you i wish i could do the rest of his bit but uh i'll keep oh, his yeah. woke talk oh, to a minimum <laughs> yeah yeah uh, all right well oh well thank you everyone for uh for listening and if you like this gamma analysis please give a five-star review on apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on spotify i'd love you to hear your other thoughts on the episode so please let me know oh and if you'd like to listen to more from me please subscribe Many more gamma analysis is from me coming, so keep on the lookout. This again is your host, Master John, signing off.